What is going on, guys? And welcome back to the My Three Cents podcast. Y'all, today we are going to be going into a question that I have not only received hundreds of times over the years, it's probably one of the most common questions around training and workouts that I have ever gotten and that I will probably always get because it's so relevant and it plagues so many women and can even halt their progress, stop their progress or prevent it from happening 110%. And lately there's been kind of a resurgence where I've had a handful of questions about this from multiple clients in multiple different scenarios really recently. And so I wanted to dive into that together here because anytime that someone has a question, I am of the firm belief that if someone is asking a question, there's likely at least 10 more people that have it. But this episode is going to be focused around the topic of gym intimidation or feeling kind of like those workout scaries where you're feeling anxiety, stress, you're a little bit scared to literally go and join a public gym or go to your apartment gym. And especially if you are a woman listening to this and you know I desire to change my body. I have big goals for my health. I want to have a six pack of abs or, Hey, I just want to feel a little bit more tone, a little bit more firm, but you are able to clearly say, I have goals that require me to go to the gym. Yet there's a big sticking point and you actually getting your foot in the door or getting past just parking in the parking lot or getting past just utilizing the treadmill at the gym or going in the locker room or feeling really stressed while you're there. You know that the gym needs to become your safe haven. It needs to become your house, essentially your place of comfort. And you know, there's no other way around it other than figuring out this kind of sticking point. If you've dealt with gym intimidation or you're transitioning gyms or going to the gym feels scary. I want you to first and foremost know this is something that I have talked through with almost every single one of my clients who have just started their fitness journey and they are starting out their fitness journey in a public gym. This conversation is so valid. It's so normal and it's so common. My entire time coaching This is one of the most common things I see pop up or be one of the first little like bumps in the road, snags in the fabric, little hurdles to work through with clients that are new to their fitness journey. And so I want you to know if you are listening to this and you are currently in the place where mentally the gym freaks you out, it feels overwhelming, it feels really scary, makes your palms sweaty, you just feel nervous all about it. I want to let you know that it is so, 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 so normal. And I think as adults, it kind of gives us like that first day at a new school type of feeling, right? And I remember back in the day, if you guys are familiar with me and you're familiar with my story, you will know that I was homeschooled all growing up. Um, However, back whenever I was in, I think it was first grade, my parents always gave myself, my older sister, the option of if you ever wanted to go to school, you could, but my parents' decision was to homeschool us off the rip. And full disclosure, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. However, there was a time whenever my older sister was in like third grade or so, um, third or fourth grade, and I was in first. And we decided as a, as a unit, me and my sister said, you know what? We actually want to be like all of our neighbors, all of our cousins, all of our kids at Bible class. We want to go to school. And so that we did. 
And this was in not the beginning of the school year. We were like enrolling late into the school year to these already established classrooms. And I had never even seen a school on the inside like that. I, I never had any reason to. I only saw them on TV. And I remember feeling really nervous to go into the school. I remember feeling really nervous. But then I ended up that only lasted a couple of days, only lasted about a week until my sister decided, you know what? No, actually, school is not the vibe. It is, it is not what I thought. And I think my parents anticipated that. So we decided, no, we actually want to be homeschooled. Now, fast forward to my freshman year in high school. I actually finished out my schooling education journey in high school. I was a full-time student my sophomore, junior, and senior year at the local high school. But my freshman year, I was fresh meat. I was going there part-time. There was like this hybrid program to where you could go take two to three periods each school day and you'd be eligible to play sports. You could kind of be in like dual enrollment. Why this is a thing, I don't know, but it was really incredible that it was. But I remember feeling literally soaked in sweat, overwhelmed, stressed out, walked into the high school that first day. And I was like, where's my cousin? I need help. Where is my class? How do I open a locker? I felt like everything was so overwhelming. And I was like deeply overstimulated in that moment. And here's the thing. Why this relates back to the conversation is because as adults, y'all, we don't have those situations very often, if at all, in our adult life, right? In our childhood, there's a lot of newness. There's a lot of making new friends, being in a new place, going to a new summer camp. There's a lot of new. As adults, we go to school, we make friends. We typically are in those schools for years, keep those friends for years. College, we might know a couple people going into college or we're intentional about making connections or we make fast friends with our roommate to kind of have that safety blanket. So we always have someone to link arms with when we walk across campus. Or maybe the last time you felt this feeling in your body of newness and maybe like a little bit frazzled was whenever you started the first day at your first job post-grad or your first day of your most recent job, especially if you are not working remotely, but you are in person, you probably on that day tried to find some sort of like homing device in a person, some sort of like safe haven, some sort of rock, some sort of, ah, this is the person who interviewed me or, oh, I emailed with you and you have like a link. That's how we as people make these unsafe environments unsafe, right? Our body thinks they're unsafe. We're totally safe, but these new environments feel a little bit more even keel, right? But here's where this all connects. When you are going into the gym, 99% of people are not at the gym to try to make friends, go out of their way to establish relationships. Most people that are starting at the gym, you are not gonna know anybody. You're not gonna recognize anybody. You're not meeting somebody there. It is you go solo into a room of people who are, for the most part, going there solo to do their own thing. And it's a very kind of like, interesting dynamic where it's like almost like grocery store-esque to where it's like we are all here for the common goal and mission but we are not all here together we're not here to be friends we're not here to do anything together we're just all coexisting but in the gym where we also have to demonstrate kind of what we know or our skills it can kind of create this what's called spotlight effect and this is actually a real thing it's really interesting if you ever want to research this but the spotlight effect that happens when you go into the gym is kind of stacking up all of those feelings of, I don't know where I am. I don't know what to do. All of this is new. What is going on? Where is everything? It's kind of disorienting mixed with, oh my goodness, 
everybody's gonna know I don't know what to do. Everybody's gonna know that I'm lost. Everybody's gonna see me walk back and forth because I missed this machine or I got confused or I went the wrong way to the locker room or what have you. It, it creates this kind of spotlight effect in our brain where we can kind of tell ourselves this story, holy bananas, everybody is looking at me, they're judging me, they're grading me. I don't know what I'm doing, I'm so unqualified. Who do I think I am? And we can kind of spin from there. And I think that gym intimidation is kind of this ultimate feeling of we are flying solo. We are likely going into the gym. If you are anything like me, any of the women that I coach or anybody else that's in the gym physically, you're going in the gym because you want to improve something or change something. And sometimes we're not even telling the people in our relationships or our families or our coworkers or our friends about all of the things that we want to change about our body. And so it feels kind of vulnerable. It's like this, this perfect storm of all of these things that feel uncomfortable. And it's kind of staring us right in the face. It's the music. It's the people all going in different directions. It's every gym being laid out differently. It's all of it, right? But the spotlight effect can make us feel like everybody's watching me, which if you have ever been in a gym and you're feeling like, oh my goodness, I did that totally wrong, or I dropped this weight, or I I was talking out loud to myself, or literally anything, and you have this moment of like, oh my goodness, everybody's looking at me, I think we've all had those moments, okay? First and foremost, what I want to let you know is as someone who has been a regular worker outer for so many years now, I want to let you know, I could not care less about what you are doing or who you are, or what you look like, or what you're wearing. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not judging. I'm not looking at you. The only things I care about are if you maybe like steal the machine that I'm using, (laughs) or you take my weight, or you're intentionally weird or rude, or you're like intentionally trying to come into my bubble in space. Uh, and maybe you're really sweaty, or maybe you're trying to talk to me, or maybe you're trying to use my stuff, right? But here's the thing. If you are in your bubble and I'm in my bubble, you want to know how much I'm even noticing what you're doing? I'm not. You don't know why? Because for me, just like your goal for you should be at the gym to put your blinders on and keep your eyes on your own paper. Do what you need to do when you are in the gym. Work efficiently. Work with purpose. Go in. Get it done. Get out of there. Do what you need to do. This spotlight effect is something that is so rooted in our ego. If we want to just be really level as people, this is something that's rooted in our own ego. Okay, Our ego tells us I am so important. Everyone's looking at me. Everybody's judging me. Everybody's grading me. As if, and this is the reality check we all need because we have all felt like this, as if we were the only person in the gym, as if this was a stage and everybody is here watching me. Y'all, let's be very real. We are all, as people, so deeply in our own head. We are so deeply putting ourselves up on this pedestal whenever I just want all of us to recognize Nobody cares what you're doing. Nobody cares what I'm doing. Nobody cares what Sally, Joe, or Sue down the street is doing. (laughs) We don't care. And I think that after you get into the gym, you start to recognize, I could not tell you what anybody else is lifting in this gym. I don't know what machines they've been on. I don't know what weight they're using. Nobody's taking that inventory of you either. You're not taking it about other people. You are in your own head. They're all in their own head too. And so I think that that can be kind of the opposite side of that spotlight effect. However, Let's talk about how you actually can move through and properly solve 
inefficiently, like once and for all, get through this gym intimidation, no matter if you're transferring gyms or this showed up for you again after it was kind of dormant for a while, no matter where you're at on your gym intimidation journey, this is how you move through it. First things first, the best thing you can do for yourself to feel confident in the gym is to have a training program, okay? A training program is one of the best things you can ever do to make sure that you're not going in there and just like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what's going to stick in your workouts. If you actually want to make an efficient transformation, y'all, I don't have a single client that I would not recommend a training program for. Okay. It is something that is so vital and is so important and so helpful to your success. It's like putting the rocket boosters on your progress when you have a training program. But also one of the biggest perks is that if you are dealing with anxiety and overwhelm as you go into the gym, when you know exactly what you are doing, three sets of 10 of barbell squats, eight on each leg, four sets of dumbbell lunges or whatever it is. If you have a plan, you want to know how much easier it is to show up to the gym, check the boxes, literally follow the plan trust and know I am training my body effectively. I am hitting workouts efficiently. I know exactly what to do. I am hitting my goals and reaching my goals. I'm doing this dang thing. And you get to do that. You get to delegate all that thought, all that process to me, to your coach, to the program, to whatever, so that your job, whenever you go into the gym, isn't also trying to like swipe through Instagram workouts or look up leg day workouts on TikTok. You're not doing that whenever you're trying to warm up for the gym or when you're in your car in the parking lot then you get overwhelmed then you want to leave. No, you already have the plan delegated. And what I'll tell you is it is a game changer for my clients who are going into the gym, especially if they have experienced any of this kind of intimidation showing up for them in the past. It is a game changer to be able to even the night before pull up their private coaching app and look at what their workout looks like tomorrow. All my private clients, if you are working with me for training, you are getting custom training programs built to what your gym has, what your goals are, your injuries, your limitations, your schedule, your time constraints. So you know that you're going to get in, hit an epic workout designed for you, and you're going to get out and you have access to this 24 seven. You can go in and say, okay, what's my next workout going to be like tomorrow? Oh, it's a back and biceps day. It's a leg and booty day. Okay. Awesome. All right, so I'm gonna start with the leg press and I'm gonna to go to the Smith machine. You can kind of walk yourself through it and visualize where you're going in the gym. Y'all, a training program is bar none, one of the best things you can do if you struggle with anxiety in the gym. It gives you a plan of action. It gives you a recipe literally for success. And it's also gonna give you more knowledge. At the gym, oftentimes, the thing that is going to beat out any level of anxiety and this is true in a bigger scope than just the gym. The thing that beats anxiety is knowledge. Anxiety is worrying. It's thinking, what if? It's thinking of all the possible case scenarios. It's oftentimes living in the future. But knowledge is kind of the antithesis to that. Knowledge is, I already have this. I'm not going to be anxious about it. I understand what's going to happen next. You feel safety when you know what is going on. And giving yourself that knowledge gives you a huge leg up. Now, second thing that you need to do if you want to beat this once and for all, quite honestly, is to have support slash and also accountability in your training journey, in your fitness journey, in your workouts journey. And here's why. We as people are so lenient on ourselves. We will cut ourselves 29,000 feet of slack. We will absolutely buy all of our excuses because they always sound best to us, right? When you have support, when you have accountability, and when you have big goals, 
it literally looks like if I don't go to the gym, if I, you know, just continue to make excuse after excuse every day this week, someone else is going to know. Someone else is going to hold me accountable to doing the things I said I was going to do. And at, at the bare minimum, I'm going to have to have an answer as to why I didn't do the things that I said I was going to do. Accountability and support is a game changer. Okay. And I will tell you what, I have had so many people over the years tell me, well, I don't need to work with a coach because I really want to do this on my own first. I want to be able to show myself that I can do this before I hire a coach. Respectfully, you're missing the entire point of hiring a professional. Okay. I am not always here because you don't know what to do. Oftentimes, that is at least a part of what I do. However, I am not always in your journey just because you don't know what's going on. I am oftentimes in your journey because you know what to do, but the follow-through is your sticking point. The follow-through is where you're flopping. The follow-through is where you need the TLC. Here's the thing. We can know everything in the world, but unless we have accountability, oftentimes we're not going to take it all the way just because of human nature. It's literally kind of the same principle as if you know that your manager isn't going to be at work today, you're more likely to show up five minutes late or grab a coffee on your way in or wear your hair down instead of the ponytail it's supposed to be in, right? You're more likely to be a little bit more lenient. Why? Because it's human nature. If you know your manager is a stickler for the rules, she's always there 20 minutes early. And if you are one minute late to clock in that she's going to dock you, she's going to say something about it you want to know how much more you would be on top of the vibes, on top of the rules, following things to the T, like truly making sure everything was perfect. You absolutely would because you knew that there was an expectation. You knew that there was a level of accountability there. We have levels of accountability in our marriage for our children, for our dogs. We have natural consequences. We have these support people in our lives literally everywhere. Why people think that they don't need it in a fitness journey where it's something that is not instantly gratifying, where there's so many moving parts to it and why this is constantly the thing that they're like, no, I need to figure out this on my own as someone who holds people accountable, but also openly talks about how much more and bigger and deeper I go in on myself. I go in on the work. I go in on my transformation whenever I work with coaches. Oh, it's so real. Y'all, my two cents is if you desire to make a lifelong change, If we keep doing what we have always been doing, we're likely going to continue to be in the same spot you've always been in. Okay, let me get off my soapbox, but man alive, y'all. Man alive. Now, how do we continue to solve gym intimidation? We've talked about training programs. We've talked about accountability. talked about support. Let's talk about what things you can actually do, like immediate integration the next time you go to the gym to feel a little bit more comfy. And these next couple of things are going to be things that I have personally done and I widely recommend. They are so deeply mindset rooted, but this is literally how I got over my gym intimidation with the help of my coach, with the help of accountability. But these are the things that I did on my own that I found worked well for me and I've shared them with a lot of women over the years and it has worked like dynamite for them as well. First thing is that I would always walk into the gym, go through my routine of changing my clothes in the locker room, getting my stuff ready, whatever. I would always kind of go through my flow and then as I was ready to start my workout, I would always first and foremost hop on a treadmill, hop on a piece of cardio equipment, hop on something to warm up. Now, from a training perspective, you should always do this, okay? This is helping you prevent muscle soreness proactively, prevent injury, have better lifts, okay? We don't want to do demanding cardio, but like 
five to 10 minutes of movement, especially if you have a really sedentary job or you've been really sedentary in your day leading up to the gym, if your muscles aren't warm and your blood isn't pumping, especially in these colder months, go in, hop on a piece of cardio equipment, get your body warm before you challenge it, especially if you're weight training, okay? But I would go on a treadmill and I would kind of do a little, a little look and see, a little scope out. I would literally look at where people were at in the gym what machines or equipment or spaces I needed and wanted, I would look in conjunction with my training program, what areas of the gym I needed to go to in that workout. Okay, so I was gonna leave the treadmill. I was gonna walk over here to the lat pull down. I was gonna do this and I was gonna go to the machine pull down. Then I'm gonna go over here. I'm gonna do a leg press or I'm gonna do a bicep curl or whatever it was. I would kind of draw a mental visual map of my path through the gym. I would know exactly when I stepped off that treadmill, exactly where I'm going. So maybe I was gonna go from the treadmill to the lat pull down. Okay, awesome, that's my next step. When I'm at the lat pull down, when those sets are finished, I'm gonna go over to the cable row or whatever it is. I would be always scoping out my next step. You can do this too. Have a training program, follow it, do your warm up for all of the reasons, but also to help eliminate or decrease some of that gym anxiety, okay? Now, the second thing, The second thing, and it's a big old mindset thing, but I've also had so many clients love this point or love this little tidbit, and I'm gonna share it with you guys here. I would put on what I would call like my superhero cape equivalent, okay? I put on my my superhero cape whenever I would go to the gym, okay? And what my gym cape looked like was literally me wearing a baseball hat, me wearing big over-ear headphones, me wearing a sweatshirt, oftentimes a hoodie. Me wearing some sort of pants. I am typically somebody who works out in shorts because I just get way too sweaty or some leggings. It's pretty much my MO. I'm not really a sweatpants girly whenever I work out. To warm up, sure, but can't. Mm-mm, they're too restricting. But I would kind of wear this uniform almost to the gym. I would not wear the same thing every single day, but I would wear that kind of vibe. I would wear a big sweatshirt with a hood because this kind of, for me, I felt like it gave me a little bit more of like a tangible bubble. I referenced my bubble. If I'm in my bubble and you're in, bubble and you're in your bubble, I don't care what's, what's going on in your bubble. I'm here in my own. The things that made me physically feel like I was safe in my own bubble, hoodie with a big hood, and I would kind of just like bulk it around my neck. Baseball hat, so I could physically keep my blinders on. I didn't make awkward eye contact with anybody in the mirror at the gym. I was able to keep my head down a little bit more. And I feel like with the combination of the hoodie or an oversized hoodie or a boyfriend hoodie or a husband hoodie, big old hoodie, I still love to work out in Lance's stuff to this day. I will never grow out of that. Um, <laughs> I, I love husband's clothes. Regardless, I felt like the combination of the hoodie the baseball hat and the big over ear headphones, for me, that was like a lethal combination. I have had my best lifts of my life being in that kind of like physical outfit. Why? Half of it for me is mindset. I feel like an absolute powerhouse in that. I don't know why. I just feel great. I feel great. I feel comfortable. I feel warm when I get really sweaty or if I feel more comfortable and take off the sweatshirt. But like, I love that vibe. For me, that made me feel confident, especially in my early days and years in the gym because it was giving me kind of a physical block from anybody else around me. The big headphones gave the sign of, I don't wanna talk to you, don't talk to me. The baseball hat was, I am not going to make eye contact with you. Again, don't talk to me, I'm uncomfortable here. But to me, that gave me like a little bit of like an oomph. 
it kind of had me hold my head up a little bit higher. I felt a little bit more secure, a little bit more confident. I just felt better in my own skin. Why? You tell me, but I'll tell you what, it works. So if you have not tried this, I highly encourage you to, even just for the sheer fact of you might be missing something epic. So that is my two cents on all things superhero cape equivalent, beating gym intimidation, what it's rooted from, how you can solve it, how to move through it. But ultimately, I want to leave you with this. There is a children's book that I read to my son all of the time. And a lot of you guys probably have read this to your kids or remember it from growing up. It's extremely popular, but it's literally called going on a bear hunt. Okay. Going on a bear hunt. And something that is said constantly inside of this story is we can't go under it. We can't go around it. We got to go through it. And that is repeated time and time again. And I feel like every time I read this book to my son, I, it's reiterated to me that there's so many things in life that I'd rather not do, but the only way out is through. I'll tell you, your fitness journey is one of them. It is the most powerful journey that so many women will ever have the opportunity to be on because it's literally you putting your money where your mouth is, proving it to yourself every single day that you are worthy, you are enough, you are important, you are a priority, you're taking care of you in the short and the long term. It's so powerful. But y'all, gym intimidation is literally, if we zoom in, gym intimidation is literally that too, feeling comfortable in the gym. The only way for you to defeat this, to slay this dragon, is to put yourself in the proximity of the dragon that needs slayed. To go up against the thing that feels uncomfortable, you kind of just got to do it. Y'all, if you are having a hard time with gym intimidation and you need support, you need accountability, you want a training program, you want to even just shoot the breeze with someone, you want to connect please message me on Instagram over at Olivia Lagoon's Ad Fit. This is not only something that I work with so many ladies on each and every year, but also that I've supported hundreds of clients on over the years. And I have personally done this and I have defeated this. I have slayed this dragon so many times. I am here to share anything that might help you on your journey. I am an open book. I am always here. And I don't want anybody to have fear of going to one of the most life-changing places they may ever be. And so if you are someone who is struggling with this, DM me the word gym intimidation, okay? Gym intimidation, I'll spell it in this podcast episode. But DM me that word and let's have a conversation. I'm just here to support you. I'm here to soundboard with you and I'm here to make sure that you have everything that you need so that you can make all the progress that you've ever desired, okay? Now, if you like this podcast and this one hit home for you, y'all, I would love and so appreciate if you would rate this podcast five stars and if you would download this episode. Those are two things in the podcast world that help me move up in the ranks and me move up on the list, meaning that I get to help more people whenever the podcast servers know, oh, this, this episode has great analytics. This episode was really helping people. So if you desire to support me, my family, my small business, and truly changing women's journeys, changing their relationship with themselves, changing their health forever, and you don't want to have any more space in the fitness world be taken up by stuff that feels confusing or smoke and mirror and you want to spread the truth about what fitness is and how it can change your life, Go ahead and do those two things and it would mean the absolute world to me. Now, if you're a podcast listener and you just listened to this episode and it was a vibe for you, I would also love to hear from you. The podcast world is really amazing, but it's also super different than any other community because once I record these at my house, in my office, they kind of just go out into the world and I never know who is receiving them on the other side. And so if you are a podcast listener, I would always love to hear from you, even just to meet you and personally say, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you are here on the podcast, if you're part of the podcast gang, 
I know that you're serious about your health and I know you're serious about this transformation and I would love to show up for you guys in any way that I can. So sending you guys so much love. I hope this episode helps you and I can't wait to hear your stories of how you slay the gym intimidation dragon.